Ecclesiastes chapter 11. On my way here as I was coming to church with my wife, I, I was reminded of this passage of the Bible and I said to her, this is where I'm going to read before we receive the offering for today. So please go with me to Ecclesiastes chapter number 11 and let's see what the word of God has to say even about the weather or the season. Amen. Have you found Ecclesiastes 11? Yes. Okay. Father, bless your word in our hearts. I pray your word, your word will impact each one today. Uh, thank you for giving me utterance in the spirit to speak forth the mind of God. And Lord, we give you the glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Look at from verse number one. It says, Cast thy bread upon the waters. For thou shalt find it after many days. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Now, we're going to read this in context, but I just want to start by saying that the passage here speaks of giving. Cast thy bread upon the waters. Now, when you look at natural bread, there's something that happens to it when you put it into water. Because natural bread has the ability to soak in water. So when you put natural bread into water, it will soak in water. And guess what happens to it when it soaks in water? It enlarges. Amen. It enlarges. Now, there are places where Bread is used to uh, refer to money. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Give me some bread. Right? Yeah. Give me some bread. But also, it's a general term. Bread is a general term to refer to provision. Right? Bread is a general term, even in the Bible, to refer to provision. It doesn't have to be bread, ekmek. Uh, <laughs> It, 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 is, it is just a general term to refer to provision, material provision. Say amen. amen. So there are cases in the Bible where you see the word bread or you read the word bread. It's not referring to bread that you bake in, a, in, an, in, a, in, in an oven. It is referring to, it is referring to provision. Amen. So it's safe to say that this is speaking about material, financial, natural things. But notice what it says, to cast your material, your financial uh, possession upon the waters. When you cast it upon the waters, it says you shall find it. Notice it doesn't say you shall lose it. It says you shall find it. You would not lose it when you give it. You will find it when you give it. If God can bring it through you, God will bring it to you. Somebody needs to write that down. If God can bring it through you, God will bring it to you. The Bible says that God loves... A cheerful giver. 
The Bible says that he giveth seed to the sower. So does that mean God does not give seed to some other people? That's what it means. That's what it means. I mean, if it says it giveth seed to the sower, it means that there are those that God does not give seed to because they would not sow it. Period. That's what it means. It, he, God will give seed to those that sow. So if you want to sow, God will give you seed. In actual fact, God will give you many seeds. Come on, say amen. amen. Because the seed will meet the need. I said the seed will meet the need. And if what is in your hand is not enough to meet the need, then it is seed. I'm giving you some nuggets. <laughs> Write these things down. But take mental notes because these things are going to help you when you need it. My wife and I have lived our lives, you know, with this understanding of seed. We sow seeds. I don't know if there is any passing day that we don't sow. Yesterday, something interesting happened. We had the, um, the couples night yesterday. And we, we prayed for the couples. And then we, we, uh, we taught them. Uh, and, and then we had some time of fellowship and food, but I didn't receive, we didn't receive an offering. Guess what happened at the end? I walked into the office, and a brother who is known to be a giver. I mean, if I, if I have to speak on his behalf, I know that there are big things that he has done that I can talk about here this morning. The brother walks into the office and, and brings an offering. Uh, he said... Uh, where is the offertory? I said, we're not receiving offering today. He said, uh, no, you don't come to the house of God empty-handed. That's what he told me. He said, you don't come to the house of God without giving. Though we didn't receive an offering, but he brought an offering. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the mind of a giver. <laughs> that's the mind of a giver. And people like that don't lack. Yes, right. Oh, my goodness. You're getting quiet on me this morning. People like that do not lack. People like that, listen... God will give them seed all the time. Yeah. You were there. He walked into the office, brought an envelope. He said, where's the offertory? I said, we didn't receive an offering today. He said, well, you don't go to the house of God without giving an offering. Mindset. Everyone say mindset. mindset. Some people have the mindset of giving. Some have the mindset of taking. Some have the mindset of generosity. Why some have the mindset of yeah, stingy, stingy, give me, give me, give me, my name is Jimmy, I can take all you can give me, me, myself, and I, and my dog, no, cast your bread upon the waters, it tells us, now, if you think about it, in Isaiah 55, if you read from verse 10, where it says, uh, as the snow and the rain cometh from heaven and returneth not back again, but what has the earth, and makes it bring forth and bar that it might give seed to the sower, and bread, bread to what? To who? Bread to the eater. Seed to the sower, and bread to? Yes, yeah, so you can see that bread, you see, bread. You see that again, bread. Bread to the one who eats. Of course, you know in Isaiah 55 from verse 10, it is not talking about bread. But if, if you need bread, God will give you bread. Amen. But it goes farther 
than God providing you bread from a bakery. Come on, say amen. amen. All that you need for life, all that you need, all that you need to enjoy life, God wants you to have. Oh, my goodness. All you need for life and to enjoy life, God wants you to have. Amen. That's what I expected. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But notice, he gives you bread to eat. He gives you seed to sow. Correct? So, you must learn to sow your seed. Don't eat your seed. Because it is your seed that produces the bread. Yes. No seed, no bread. And if you keep eating your seed, you're going to run out. Is that true? Yeah. You've got to keep sowing your seed. And watch this. But I want you to see something. I'm actually trying to take this a notch higher. Because if you notice, in Ecclesiastes 11, it says to give your bread. Can you see that? Yes. Cash your bread. doesn't say cash your seed. Say cash your bread. So, so what seemed to be your food has suddenly become your seed. And the Bible says if you do that kind of giving or if you activate that kind of giving, you shall find it when? After many days. After how many days? Many days. You find it. Now, just for you to know that this is about giving, look at verse number two. Give a portion. What does it say? No, no, give. Don't say portion. Give. It says give a portion. It doesn't just say portion. Give a portion. Can you see it's about giving? Give a portion to seven and also to eight. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Your giving will protect you from the evil upon the earth. Yeah. Bottom line. That's why God said, Malachi 3, bring in all the tithe into the storehouse and, and I'll open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing and there shall not be room enough to receive it. Come on now, say amen. And, uh, and all the nations on the earth shall call you blessed. Amen. They shall call you blessed. Amen. Listen, if the nations will call you blessed, you have to be really blessed. Is that true? Yeah. You have to be really blessed for the nations to call you blessed. And God said there, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Who will rebuke? Not you. God will rebuke. Come on, say amen. amen. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And that's what God's going to do. 2022, God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will fight for you. God will protect what he has blessed you with. Amen. The enemy will not be able to steal what God has given to you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God says, I will rebuke the devourer. God will rebuke the devourer. Anything that tries to take that which God has blessed you with, God will smack the thing off the side of the head. Yeah. Come on, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You do not know the evil that shall come upon the earth. I mean, are we not, ex we are not experiencing, but is the world not experiencing evil right now? Yes. Yes. Is the world not going through a tough time right now? Yes. 
But can I tell you, doesn't matter what's happening in the world. What matters is what's happening in the kingdom of God. Yeah. We are in the kingdom of God and this kingdom cannot be shaken. Amen. The kingdoms of the world will be shaken, but the kingdom of God can never be shaken. Amen. Can someone say amen? amen? And God will supply. I say God will supply. Amen. I say God will supply. Amen. God will supply. Amen. But I want you to see that there is a criteria. God will give seed to the sower, bread to the eater. But so it's the sower and the... Notice, notice it doesn't say God will give bread to the eater and seed to the sower. Why is it that seeding came first? Before, sowing, uh, before eating. God will give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Yeah, after sowing. Why does he say give and it shall be given unto you? Huh? First give. Praise God. Amen. And if you study even the, the, the life of Adam, you will discover that God put him in the Garden of Eden. Is that true? But... If you look at the Garden of Eden, you will discover that it was not created. It was planted. It was not created. It was planted. The Bible says, and God planted a garden east of Eden. God planted. God planted. Even God had to plant. And he took the man that he had made... And he put the man in the garden. And what did he tell the man? Tend the garden. Walk the garden. Correct? Correct? Walk the garden. And then what else did he tell the man? He said, the seed shall be your food. I want to say the seed is my food. The seed is your food. See, the seed. So if Adam eats, he has to plant. Correct? But if Adam just keeps eating and not planting. See, what I believe God wanted Adam to do was to take the garden of Eden and spread it all over the earth. That's what I believe was God's original plan for the man. Take the Garden of Eden and spread the Garden of Eden all over the earth. You and I today, I'm talking about naturally, would have been living in the Garden of Eden. Like Adam lived. Well, praise God, Jesus came and restored back to us what Adam lost. Amen. Praise God. And can I tell you, the, the system... Or the principle has not changed. While the earth remains. Come on now. Huh? Yeah? Yeah? Amen? Amen. Cold and heat are still here. Huh? Day and night, still here. Right? We can see what's happening outside. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And in five, six months later, yeah. you will get very hot. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, right. So the seasons are still here. Mm-hmm. Cold is here. Yeah. Heat is here. Day is here. Night is here. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. 
sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest is still here. Come on, say amen. amen. If the others are still here, then it means that sowing and reaping or seed time and harvest are also still here. So which means when you sow your seed, your harvest is guaranteed. 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 Tell your neighbor, my harvest is guaranteed. Tell someone else, because I'm a sower, I'll never lack. Tell someone, because I'm a giver, I'll eat the good of this land. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. If you are willing and obedient... Willing and obedient to do what God has said. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good, not the bad. And I can guarantee you there are so many good things in this land. Just look out on the streets. There are good cars on the streets. Come on now, say amen. Amen. There are good houses in Turkey. Come on, say amen. Amen. You shall live in the best places. Amen. You shall drive the best. Amen. Yeah, see. You shall drive the best. You shall eat the best. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It does not say you shall eat leftover. It says you shall eat the good of the land. You shall enjoy the good of the land. Amen. You shall drive the best of the land. You shall live in the best of the land. The church shall have the best in the land. Amen. Come on now, say amen. Amen. Your business shall be the best in the land. Your business shall not be in one small corner there in TBS. Your business shall be (laughs) your business shall be in some of the upscale places in in town. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying this morning. Praise the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now with the global issues. Global issues, whether it's with the COVID. Do you know that during the COVID and the lockdown, do you know? I mean, some people are still uh, pushing lockdown. But, but do you know that the last two years, so many people made a lot of money? Do you know that? Do you know some people became richer during the lockdown? This is true. So the money that some people said they lost did not evaporate. In actual fact, what happened? <laughs> what happened is this. The money that some lost, some others got. So is it possible that you, in 2022, might just have some good things come into your hands? Uh, that amen is very weak this morning. Is it possible that in 2022, some things are going to move into your own hands? No, really. Because if they moved into the hands of all these ungodly people, why not into your own hands? The Bible says the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. But the just must learn to believe God. And the just must stop arguing when we preach this message. All they want is my money. All they want is my tithe. Stop arguing. We met a wealthy man. We, were, we walked into his office and the plan was to negotiate for the church building. And we walked into the place, myself and Ara and Jehun and one of our brothers here who is a lawyer. 
walked into the office of this man. The man, the man is so wealthy. And then he began to tell us how he gives to different organizations just to help people. Rich people understand, not all, but many rich people understand the power of giving. Many rich people understand the power of giving. They know what happens when they give. And I want to say to you, this is a principle that works for everybody. The principle of giving and uh, sowing and reaping is no respect to our persons. Just like, just like gravity is no respect to our persons. Rich or poor, if you jump out the window, you will die. We are on the sixth floor. So gravity is no respect to our persons. The principle of sowing and reaping is no respect to our persons. Come on now, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You give, you will receive. Amen. Praise God. God set it up that way. While the earth is still here, seed time and harvest. And I've told you many times, you've been taught well. Everything that you do to bless the work of God and to bless people is seed. Everything. Everything. Tell somebody everything. everything. Everything you do to bless someone is seed. Everything. You help them move when they're moving apartment, you're sowing a seed. You go visit them, you're sowing a seed. Because the day is coming when you might need someone to visit you. But guess what? You will have more people visit you. Because the harvest is always bigger than the seed. Come on now, say amen. amen. Your harvest will be big, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Shall men give back unto you? Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Money can also be seed. Yeah. I've had some interesting things happen all these years in ministry. Interesting things happen. A couple walked into the office. This was many years ago. They came in with an envelope, and they told me, uh, this is for you. When people say it's for you, I know it, you know. If they don't say it's for me, it's for the ministry. I don't touch it. Amen. But they said it is for you. And they put it in my hands. And they said, we want God to bless us with a baby. Now, how much can you pay to buy a child? Tell me. I mean, millionaires are even looking for babies. You cannot pay to get a child. You understand what I'm saying? We need a child. Pray for us. They put the envelope in my hands. Now don't ask me how much was in it. It's none of your business. They put the envelope, they put the envelope in my hands and they asked me to pray. Now you can see that it was not my faith necessarily. It was their faith. Because your faith can be released through the giving. Let me say that again. Your faith can be released through the giving you give. Yes. Your faith can be tied into that money. Now, when the money is in your hands, it's money. But when it leaves your hand, it becomes seed. Yeah. Somebody didn't get that. <laughs> While the money is in your hands, it's money. It's just money. Yeah. And what happens if it's $100? Well, you go into the market, you get something worth $100. That is, that is how much the $100 can afford. $100 worth of product. Is that true? You don't go into the market and if they say this item is $500, mm -hmm. 
You say, I'll give you 100 for five. No, they would say no. But no, I, I, I speak in tongues. <laughs> I'll speak in tongues to cover up for 400. They wouldn't accept it. Is that true? When you have $100 and you want to rent an apartment, you know you cannot in this day and time. Correct? The rent has gone up. Utility bills have gone up. Is this true? Food items have gone up. So if you've got $100, you need to cut your coat according to your, not even according to your size, according to the material, according to the cloth, according to what you've got in your hands. You can't have $100 and expect to cut your coat according to your size. If your size is $500, I'm sorry, $100 will not, will not uh, 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 work it. Is that true? Okay, so you've got $100, that's what you've got. But you know what that $100 can produce when you turn it into a seed? Mm. The power of the seed is unlimited. Even in the natural, when you have a seed in your hand, it is just a seed. But when you put that seed in the ground, it produces unlimited resources. Yeah. Come on now, say amen. amen. Unlimited resources. I remember, as a, I guess it was six years, I was six years of age or so when my, my, my dad took us to the village. We lived in Lagos, and so he took us to the village, and my dad, if, if I remember vividly, but my dad said, you see that coconut? I looked at the coconut. He said, it was planted in my name. My dad planted it in my name when, he, when I was born. The coconut was still there. Coconut that was planted when he was born was still there after many, many decades. You know why? The seed has the ability, or a seed has the ability to feed generations. Yeah. Some of the seeds that men planted, even in Bible days, is still feeding us today. When God looked at Abraham, Abraham and the seed he planted, God said, in thy seed shall the nations be blessed. Amen. Come on, say amen. amen. There are things you do that will not just affect you in your lifetime. It will affect your children. It will affect your grandchildren. It will affect your great-grandchildren. Because see, the seed you sow carries so much potential. So anyway, they come into the office, they bring a seed, they put it in my hands, and I prayed. And you know, when people come with that kind of faith, you don't pray long prayers. Because I've discovered many times, it is not your faith, it is their faith. Sometimes it is the faith of the people that makes the man of God look good. Somebody will get it next month. <laughs> No, really, there are cases where it is not your faith. It is the faith of the person who is believing and who brought the seed. See, they have already done business with God before they came to you, Pastor Ozoma. 
They, they did business with God already. They've already told God what they're sowing the seed for and what they are believing for. And then they came to you as the, as the, as the, as the, 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 the piece of land. You are the piece of land where they put their seed into. Are you listening to me? And when they put their seed into you, the piece of land must, must bring, must cause the seed to produce. If you put your seed in the right ground, notice the ground does not say no. <laughs> does the ground say no? Have you ever seen farmers go to, Grant, please, please, I'm about to sow my seed. Please, make sure you produce. Make sure you support. No, no. The, 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 piece, of, the piece of ground is there, is there to do what it is there to do. Yes. To help the seed germinate. So the person brings it to you. You don't need to pray long prayers. So I just put my hand on the both of them. Father blessed them with a baby. And guess what? Three months later, she was pregnant. Cut a long story short, the baby is in Paris right now as we speak. And it's been about eight years ago since the baby was born. And then that seemed to be like a doorway because once that baby was born, they, they came back with a Thanksgiving offering, gave it to, gave it to me personally. And then before you know it, the wife was pregnant again. And when the second baby was, was delivered, they wrote to me and asked if I don't mind the name the baby after me. So there is another Godwill running around France. <laughs> Come on now, say amen. amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. So the money, the money, while it's in your hands, it's just money. But when it is released, it turns into a seed. The pair of shoes, while why they are on your feet, they're just a pair, pair of, of shoes. But the moment you release the pair of shoes, guess what? It becomes a seed. Amen. Amen. I've told you the story. I remember when I was wearing winter boots in the summer. Because... I did not have shoes. And that's, that's true. Life was very hard at the time. But now, <laughs> there are some shoes I don't remember the last time I wore them. But you know how we broke through? This message broke us through. Amen. Giving, 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 giving. It took a long time. But the Bible says, don't be tired in doing good. For you shall reap your harvest if you don't give up. Yeah. Come on now, say amen. amen. Is this helping anybody here this morning? Yes. Tell your neighbor, don't be tired. Don't give up. You cannot outgive God. Notice verse number three, Ecclesiastes 11. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place, I want to say in the place, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. 
Now, when I read this many years ago, the tree falleth, and where the tree falls, that's where the tree shall be. But before it became a tree, it was a seed. Do you see that? It was a seed. Now, the tree falls in my yard, right? Because it was planted where? Talk to me. The tree falls in my compound because it was planted in my compound. The tree that falls in my compound was planted in my compound. That's why I fell in my compound. I planted it. It can't fall in your compound. No, read that again. Look at it. Look at it. If the clouds be full of rain. Now, that's a different story. Let's not even... Go into that uh, in details. They empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there, there, the place where it falleth, there it shall be. Yeah. The giver will have his harvest. Amen. The giver will have his harvest. You, you Listen, you are not going to give and someone eat your harvest. It doesn't work that way. And for some that are envious and jealous, don't be envious and don't be jealous. When you see someone that God is blessing and loading up with good stuff, don't envy them. Ask them what they did. When you know what they did and you do what they did, you will get what they got. I thought someone want, somebody, somebody wanted to clap. Amen. Yeah. No, if you know, this is true. If you know what, just go to them. Hey, brother, what did you do? You were so blessed. Pastor Osama told me this was, uh, I don't know, a, a year or two years ago. Sometime you said, I want to increase my giving. At some point he felt I had to increase my giving. And that is the way we feel. We know that, uh, listen, you can't be giving the same thing over and over again. Because if you keep giving the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same thing. Yeah. Come on now, say amen. amen. If you want to see a different result, hello, Hi. you have to do something differently. So Pastor Uzo said, I'm increasing my giving. Because you want to see a different result. I told my, I told my story the other day. There, I cannot give coins to beggars on the street. I used to do it until I changed. I was walking on the street. This was a few months ago. And I saw this guy begging money on the street. And I had passed by. And I stopped. I went back, and I pulled out a hundred lira, and I gave to him. And that day, I broke through when it comes to giving people like that. So I made a choice that day or a decision that day. I'll never give beggars coins. You step up in your giving and see what God will do. Come on now, say amen. amen. The place where the tree falleth, that's where the tree will lie. Because the tree was planted in that same place. That's why the tree fell in that same place. Amen. Amen. So if you are not a giver, I'm sorry. 
You can repent today and you can become a giver today. And you stretch your giving. Stretch yourself in giving. Stretch yourself in giving. Tell your neighbor, stretch yourself. Stretch yourself. Stretch yourself. Stretch yourself. Stop saying, I don't have enough coming in. That's why I don't give. The day God gives me one million dollars, I will give. It's a lie. You will not give. You will not give. If you don't give from what you have today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Some people think they are smart. When God gives me a million, I'll give. As if God does not know you. You wait until God gives you a million before you give to him? Huh? No, the Bible says don't despise the days of small beginnings. Uh, because big days are coming. If there are small days, it means there will be big days. Is that true? Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. So if you've got small, give small. God is not asking you for something you don't have in the first place. Come on now, say amen. amen. If you've got small, give small. And if God ever tells you to do something you don't have, God will bring it in. It has happened to me. I remember many years, this was 2012. I was preparing to travel to Germany, and the Lord put, up, the Lord put on my heart to give $1,000. And I didn't have it. And we, we had needs at home. But you see, when God tells you to do something, God will bring it in. All that God wants you to do is obey. Come on, say amen. amen. You don't, don't start complaining, Lord, I don't have $1,000. Why are you asking me to give you $1,000? God isn't asking you to give you $1,000 because you have it. God is asking you to give you $1,000 because he wants to take you to a new level. Amen. All he needs you to do is say, yes, Lord. Guess what? The pressure is not on you. The pressure is on him. Amen. And God is well able. Tell somebody, God is well able. God is well able. The pressure is not on us. The pressure is on him. The pressure is on God. And God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. God is able to bring in the thousand. God is able to bring in the ten thousand. If the Lord tells you to do it, God will bring it in if you obey. Because that giving will take your life to a whole new place. I believe the first thing it does is set, set you free on the inside first. Where you are detached from stuff. And you realize that the things that I own don't belong to me. I'm a steward of the grace of God. Come on, say amen. amen. And so the money came in. When the money came in, I told my wife, I said, here, this is the money. You know, the Lord told me to give this. And... We, we came into an agreement. She said, you need to go ahead and give it. But we needed stuff in the house. We needed to buy something in the house. Well, I obeyed God. Come on, say amen. amen. And whenever you obey God like that, get, get ready for something big. Amen. Get ready for, get ready. Amen. Praise the Lord. Get ready for something big. God, God will surprise you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 So when the tree falls in your compound, it stays in your compound. Praise God. Hallelujah. Watch verse number four. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. He that looks at the weather will not come to church. Um, 
No, there are some that are not in church today because they don't have transportation because, because of where they live. I understand that. But there are some that live two blocks away. Um, well, he that observeth the snow shall not come to church. Is that what it says? I'm sorry. No, that's not what it says. He that, he that observeth the wind shall not sow. Pastor, the weather is tough. <coughs> there is this weather forecast that the next three days will be very, very tough. What should we do? We'll go to church. Yeah, what are we going to do? Cancel service? Huh? Cancel service because it's snowing? Even when it's not snowing, people still cancel service. Fact. I went to uh, Latvia and I did a few days of meeting leading up to Sunday. Sunday morning, you know, you know with the way it is in most churches, uh, Sunday service is the biggest. Correct? People who don't come on Wednesday, Thursday show up on Sunday. So Sunday service, the pastor came to the hotel Drove, down, drove his car, picked me up. Uh, the moment I got in the car, uh, I think we just said, good morning, good morning. The next thing I heard, after probably a couple of statements, is, um, you know, the weather is fair today. Some people may not come to church because they will be going to the beach. I kid you not, this is true. This is what I was told. I got in the car, I'm there for a few days of revival meetings and I'm now being told by the host pastor that some members of the church may not show because the weather was good that morning. They might go to the beach. <laughs> we got to the church. It happened exactly as he said. Okay. So, he that observeth the weather. <laughs> that, that's what it says. He that observeth the wind. That's the... That's, that's the weather right there. He that observeth the wind, or he that observeth the weather shall not sow. And he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Are you seeing this? He that observeth the weather shall not sow. I don't know if you realize that coming to the house of God is seeding also. I don't know if you realize, I know we come to worship God, but your presence here means a lot to you. There's something it does to you. Just as you're sitting here this morning or this afternoon, God is sowing the seed of his word into your life. Amen. Somebody is going to leave this place with a revelation that will totally change their life. So you look out the window, oh my goodness, it's snowing. I'm sorry, I cannot go to church today. Now if you live two blocks away, you should be in church. If you live on the Asian side, I mean, my dear brother yesterday couldn't even come because he couldn't find a bus that would bring him from his house to the metro bus, to the metro bus station. So I understand that. There are situations like that which I understand, so I'm not shooting at you, 
because you are not in church, if you're watching online, but you live two blocks away, and you tell me because of the weather, come, let me minister to you. <laughs> no, true. Many years ago, Pastor Corey was done preaching here uh, in the Turkish service, and the moment we closed the service, we left, he walked out, and he bumped into a Turkish man on the street, and the Turkish man said, wow, like, what an amazing service. <laughs> Pastor Corey said, but you were not in church. He said, yeah, I, I watched online. The man lives just a few blocks away from here. But he chose to sit at home and watch online. The service finished. Pastor Corey got down. The man said, what an amazing service. So if he lived on the Asian side, he wouldn't be bumping into Pastor Corey after the service was over, correct? So he must have been living very close. Yeah. No, listen, listen. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the cloud shall not reap. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb or of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who make it, uh, make it all. Watch this, verse 6. In the morning, everyone say in the morning. In the morning. Don't get quiet. Say in the morning. In the morning, in the morning sow thy seed. In the morning, do what? You know what we're doing right now? We're sowing our seed this morning. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether the, uh, uh, weather shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. You know what I want to say to you? Both shall be good. Amen. Praise God. I say both shall be good. Amen. Hallelujah. There are some of us that are in three services every Sunday. Huh? Some of us are in three services every Sunday. And you know, sometimes you've been, I don't know if you, I believe you have been, I've been in services where they go for like a week or five days, and every day you are encouraged to give. And one day we were in, I guess was the third day of the meeting, and, and, and as I was about to give, this thought came to, my, to me. You're giving your money away. How many of you have ever heard something like that? No, really. It happens to us. You gave yesterday. You gave the day before. Today again. And there, there are two more meetings to go. What do you do? That's when you realize the truth. That the devil wants to stop you from increasing. But then you switch in your mind into the place where you, you begin to tell yourself, I cannot outgive God. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I cannot outgive God. Out God. You can't. You cannot outgive God. Listen, I don't know how much you're going to put in the offering today, but I want to guarantee you cannot outgive God. God will beat you to giving every time. And this is, this is one competition I'm glad losing. You want to compete with God on who gives better. I'm glad losing on this one. Because I want God to always beat me on this one. Praise God. 
Come on now, say amen. amen. God will always give more than you can. God will always do more than you can. Can someone say amen? amen? So both shall be good. I want to say both shall be good. Both shall be good. Now we, we, we give on Sundays. We come here on Wednesdays. We give on Wednesdays. You know? So some of us, some of us give at least two times to the house of God. Two at least twice a week. At least. Praise God. And we will not regret. Amen. As some of us give at least twice a week. And we shall not regret. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Are you ready to give today? Yes. Come on and say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you for the hearts of your people. Thank you that we are givers. Thank you that we are generous. Thank you, Father, that as we give today our tithes and our offerings, thank you, Lord, because the windows of heaven are already open over our lives. Thank you, Lord, for you rebuke the devourer for our sakes. Thank you, Lord, because the nations will call us blessed. Thank you that we are a land of delight, not a land of fright. Thank you, Lord, that you... Load us up with blessings daily because you are the God of our salvation. Thank you for goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. And Lord, I begin to decree and declare in Jesus' name that this year, even this week, we shall run with blessings. And this week, Lord, I thank you because we shall know your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that this week we shall do big things. We shall eat the best of the land. Money shall come even from some unexpected places. You give us new ideas to do things that have not been done. You will give us favor with men, favor with people across the world. Thank you, Jesus. They will look upon us with favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those that are believing for their paperwork, I declare, oh God, in Jesus' name, that you make a way where there is no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you give me a miracle when it comes to my citizenship. Lord, I pray you give them a miracle. Amen. Give them a miracle. Amen. Give them a miracle. Amen. Give them a miracle. That, that thing that has been stubborn, Lord, I decree and I declare that a change has come. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I bless your name today. Hallelujah. Nothing will stop your people anymore. Lord, I thank you for miracles. I thank you for breakthroughs. I thank you for signs and wonders. Even in the realm of finance. In the marketplace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your people shall not scrape the bottom of the barrel. They shall enjoy Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. I mean, getting my, becoming a citizen was tough. It was tough. You know? Denied a, few, a couple of times. And then we had Pastor Gregory DeCal. How many of you know Pastor Gregory DeCal? During the lockdown, Pastor Gregory DeCal was coming... Uh, hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just hold on. 
During the lockdown, Pastor Gregory Dekar was visiting. So he got in touch with me, he said he was coming, and so I made an arrangement for him to, to, to speak to our leaders, just to our leaders. Because at the time, we couldn't meet in church. But I made an arrangement for him to speak to our leaders. And we, we have a culture in this ministry. If I'm hosting a speaker or a preacher, I need to take care of him. So we put them in hotels and we take care of them, basically take care of them the whole time. I'm either going to spend time with them or sending some of our guys to go spend time with them, take them out for food and all of that. But Pastor Gregory DeCau is such an amazing man. I mean, not that others are not amazing, but he's just an amazing man. He would not receive anything from us. So at some point I told him, I said, look, you need to give us the opportunity to sow. Yeah. It's, it's, listen, you are in ministry, you don't understand this thing, I'm sorry for you. You can't just be a ministry, well, this man is coming from uh, a mega church. He has a major ministry, global ministry, global impact. When I went to Chicago two years ago, my brother drove me into his property. Oh, my goodness. The parking lot alone, I guess, would seat about 3,000 cars. Oh, my goodness. And he welcomed me, gave me a hug, and told one of his guys to take me all over the property. And I was just taking it all in. <laughs> I want something like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want this is good. <laughs> so you have a man of God like this come to your church, and you can just say, oh, you know, he's rich. He has a big ministry. You know, so... Let him just keep giving to us. I said, no. I said, when you come, we're going to receive an offering. And we're going to give it to you. Give us the opportunity to give. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't want to be like some pastors. When they saw uh, some American preachers come into town, they, they, <laughs> they, they removed the SIM cards from their iPhones and they stuck their SIM card into the old, those old telephones because they did not want the American uh, uh, people to see that they, they, they had iPhones because they wanted to appear poor so that the Americans would give them money. That's a poverty mentality. And as a man thinks, so is the man. I'm not a beggar. I'm blessed. Amen. This ministry is not beggarly. This ministry is blessed. Amen. Come on, that amen is very weak. Shout a good amen. amen. So when Pastor Gregory Dekar was coming, I made arrangement. I said, we're going, to, we're going to order for food, and we're going to feed him and feed everyone that's coming to the leadership training. And the day, the day came. I sent someone to pick him up from the hotel. But then I was in the office when suddenly I, I just knew I had to pay for everything from my own pocket. I just knew it. I had to pay, not from the ministry. The ministry was supposed to do it. I was supposed to use the card, the credit card of the ministry and pay for it. But I just realized, no, I will do it. I will pay for everything. For everyone that's coming to this meeting, I will pay for everything. 
And I called my wife. I said, I just want to sow a seed. I want to give into this. And I said, I'm doing this for, I guess it was two reasons. Yeah, I said, for two reasons. I was sowing that seed for two reasons. I want to say two reasons. Two reasons. And I told her the two reasons, and we prayed together. And I took care of everything from my pocket. And one was for my citizenship. And during the lockdown, when it seemed as if government officials were not working like they should have been working, my citizenship was released. Amen. You're jealous. You didn't shout a good amen. Because <laughs> if you're not jealous, you'll be rejoicing with me. Your amen. Honestly, the two things I sowed the seed for came quickly. I, th I mean quickly. Amen. That was an opportunity that God gave me. I don't think Pastor Gregory DeCaro, I've ever heard this testimony. The next time he comes, I'll tell him. Because he has written me, he said he wants to come again. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Somebody say amen. 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 So your seed will meet the need. Amen. Your seed will meet the need. Amen. Some of you, you're sitting here this morning, some things are being impossible. You prayed and prayed. Pray. Yeah, it's okay to pray. I prayed, I fasted for three days before I applied for my citizenship. Praise God. And I'm not saying my prayer, my fasting did not work. It worked. But sometimes, there is one more thing that has to be done. It is taking a, it's taking a tangible seed. That was a tangible is taking a tangible seed and putting it in the ground and releasing your faith into it and say, I will see this miracle. And I promise you, based on God's word, based on God, what God does, you will see it. Amen. A young man came into the office. This was a few, a few months ago, and he brought an offering. He said, I want to sow a seed for this specific thing. And I, I remember telling him this. And I want to say, most people that have come to me with a seed for something special did not lose their reward. Amen. Most. Now, there is one. I don't know the reason why it didn't happen, but just one. So out of 50, 49 got their miracle. Amen. So I'm just giving you just, a, you know, yeah, an instance. Out of 50, 49, just one. And I know who that, person, who that one person is. I, told this, I just told the story of the couple that brought me an offering, right? And I prayed and God blessed them with a child and then the second one. That same, listen, that same week, that same week I was out on the street visiting uh, our French brothers and sisters, the Congolese. And I had gone with our brother Jonas. Jonas Madioko was my... Interpreter that day, we went into this 
this house and when we got in the place, the, 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 the woman said, I want a child. Now, she has not even come to this church at the time. She had not come to the church at the time. But she went, into the, she went into our room and came out with an offering. And she put it in my hands. And she said, I want a child. Can you buy a child with $5? Because that's what was in the offering. That's what was in the envelope, I'm sorry. $5. She put it in my hands. And then I prayed. We walked out of the house. I handed the money to Brother Jonas. To bless you. And about three months later, I bumped into a husband right here, very close to the bus stop here. And I bumped into the man. The man looked at me. He couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak Lingala. He looked at me. He said, Mama, bebe. <laughs> That's what he told me. He said, Mama, bebe. I knew the wife was pregnant. The wife never showed up here, even though God gave her a miracle. Never came here. But she activated her faith when she sowed that seed. The husband was here, but the woman never came. So the husband said, Mama, Bebe, okay, I knew the wife was pregnant. So there is just one person that I know that came with a seed, but I've not seen the, the manifestation of, the, of, of what she sowed the seed for. Just one. And there are things I don't understand. I'm not God. I don't know details of everyone's life. But I can tell you, out of 50, 49 got their miracle. The young Congolese brother who walked into, at the time we had not demarcated the office the way it is, he walked into the office. At the time, the multi-purpose room was, was our office because it was me, Pastor Corey, Pastor Hamdi. We were all here. We had not got the studio or the headquarters where we have today. The three of us will sometimes sit in the same office. I had an extra place here, very close to where the sound, board, uh, the sound booth is, where I would edit sermons and stuff. But that day, this young Congolese man walked into the office and brought me five euros. And he gave his five euros apologetically. He started by saying, Pastor, I am so sorry. I know this is nothing. I said, I'm not receiving the offering with that kind of attitude. Because that attitude will not produce the harvest. Mm -hmm. That attitude is not an attitude of faith. Yeah. You don't give apologetically. You give in faith. Amen. That's all you've got. That's all you give. Yes. And do it in faith. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not receiving it. No, don't give it. Change your attitude. So he changed his attitude. And gave it in faith, and I received it in faith. It took about three, four years. And the guy said, I want you to come to Paris. And I'll pay for everything. This guy walked into my office with five euros, and then a few years later, paid 
for my entire trip to Paris. How possible is that? Because the seed will meet the need. Some of you are holding back. You're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back. You're the one holding yourself back. God is not holding back anything from you. God, God has made available all that we need for life, for life and for godliness. You have to tap into these things by faith. And don't believe the lies that's, that's running around the internet today. Oh, all that this pastors want is your money. Unfortunately, the people that say these things don't even have money. <laughs> all they want is my money. How much have you got? How much is it? $50. That's, that's like, you give $50 and that's the reason why you can now criticize because you give $50. I'm sorry. God does not want your money. You give for your blessing. Come on now, say amen. amen. As if God would go to the supermarket. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? God does not want your money. But in actual fact, he does. But for your own good. He doesn't want your money because he doesn't go to the supermarket with it. But he wants your money because he wants your money so that you can be blessed. You can increase. You know what I mean? You, you, you would activate the blessing on your life. Now, don't tell me, oh, but uh, so if I don't give, I cannot be blessed. Look at your life. You answer that question. No, you answer that question yourself. Because sometimes when you teach along these lines, what is, so you mean all these prosperity preachers. No, you, you look at your life and ask yourself the question, why are you not breaking through? When God wants you to break through. Oh, Pastor God, we are all blessed. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Oh, yes, of course. But I want to see it on you. Amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. Yes, God has blessed us just as God has healed all of us. Come on now, say amen. amen. Who, is, who is own self bear our sins in his own body, that we being dead to sin might live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. But there are some Christians still languishing in the hospital, dying of all kinds of disease. Right? Yes. Dying of all kinds of diseases, and, 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 and the, the doctor can't even help them. But they were healed. Correct? Yes. So where is the result? Where is, where is the manifestation? Come on, say amen. amen. We shall cast out devils. Devils are, devils are casting some people out. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is you've got to activate your faith. You've got to do what? Activate, you've got to activate your faith. You've got to activate your faith. It's important. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, activate your faith. Activate your faith. 
Activate your faith. Activate. Activate. Put your faith to work. 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 Put your faith to work in the realm of finance. Put your faith to work in the realm of money. Put it to work. Put your faith to work. Your faith will work. They may not be buying from others, but they'll buy from your store. Amen. Put your faith to work. Others might be losing clients, but you will not. Amen. And if you've lost any, God will, God will bring more. Amen. Sometimes you don't even need 50. You just need one or two. And one or two will give you what 50 cannot. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Come on now, say amen. Amen. We're going, to get, we're going to get some of you off of this salary mentality. Because you wait till the end of the month before you do anything. And that's limiting you. It's okay to start there. But don't stay there. Come on, say amen. amen. God wants to surprise you daily. I said, God wants to surprise you daily. Yes. God wants to surprise you daily. Yes. God wants to surprise you weekly. Yes. Your work is not your source. Yes. Your boss is not your source. Yes. Stop waiting till the end of the month. Start believing God daily. Come on now, say amen. Amen. University students, your stipend is not what feeds you. Start believing God. No, because if you're not careful, you, you're gonna limit you're gonna limit yourself and put yourself in a box. You're gonna put yourself in a box. God can cause you to enjoy favor. I've told you the story. Uh, a young man called me up years ago and said, Pastor, you crossed my mind today. You crossed my mind. I like that. <laughs> uh, I, so he asked me to come to his office. I went over to his office and he counted a word of cash in dollars and gave to me. Listen, less than a week to doing that, he writes me again. He said, uh, do you have this 
bank account? Do you have a bank account of this particular bank? I said, yes, I do. <laughs> he said, can you send it? So I sent my EBAN number. And he sent a couple of thousands in lira. At the time, lira was. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't one to, what's, what's it today? One to 14.5. It wasn't one to 14.5. It was very strong. So you know, when someone say, say you cross my mind and they give you that kind of money, my prayer is, Lord, keep me in his mind. I don't want to cross. <laughs> I, with people like that, I don't want to cross. Just keep me there. What am I crossing? I'm not crossing. I'm not crossing anymore. I just, I, I just want to stay there. Crossing, cross, crossing for what? Just keep me there. Keep me on their mind. Come on now, say amen. amen. Get ready. You're, you're about to cross some people's minds. That, that amen is very weak. I say you're about to cross, you're about to cross some people's minds this week. Hallelujah. Some of you, some of you would not cross. You will just sit there. Uh, you will sit there in their minds. They, they will try to, no, they cannot, they can't erase, they can't erase you off their minds. You will just, because God will put you there on their minds for good stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I mean, if you know that God can do these things. It's called favor. Because there you are minding your business. And over on the other side, somebody is thinking about you. The second time when he texted me and asked if I had this bank account number, he said, listen to what he said. He said, whenever I look at you, I just love you. It's called favor. Amen. When someone looks at you and just... And they start thinking of what to do for you. It's called favor. Get ready to experience the favor amen. of God. Amen. Come on now, say amen. amen. Get ready for favor. Amen. Somebody say, I'll stay in your mind. <laughs> no, I wasn't asking to stay in his mind, <laughs> the Lord put me there. Okay. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. This supernatural, this is supernatural finance. This is supernatural increase. It is supernatural. When people look at you, they just want to help you. Who wants to enjoy that? Who, who, really, who, who really wants to enjoy that? It's available. It's available. Praise God. It's available. Just enjoy favor. Enjoy favor. Enjoy the favor of God. Enjoy the goodness of God. 
just my message today. <laughs> Enjoy the goodness of God. Amen. Enjoy the favor of God. And you see, the same God who put me or made me cross the mind of this businessman can also make me cross the mind of a multimillionaire. And, and, and sometimes it's not what you do for them. They just look at you. They just say, oh, I, I, I need to do something for that person. Praise God. One day after preaching here, a visitor walked into the office, said he wanted to see me. Just finished preaching. He was a visitor. Came to this church for the first time. Said, I want to see you. Okay. Came into the office and said, from this month, I'll give you 20% of my income every month. 20 20%. You got jealous again. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Say favor. You don't like it, then don't take it. If you like it, take it. But I'm enjoying the favor of God. First day in church. First day. And that was the first time and the last time he came here. So I'll give you 20% of my, of my income monthly. <laughs> Some of you are trying to calculate my money now. You, you, you imagine, what is 20%? What, what is, what, how much is 20%? <laughs> and I got into a covenant with the man. I said, I'm in a covenant with you. I'm in a covenant with you. And he's going to see the goodness of God. Amen. He's just going to see the goodness of God. Amen. The more goodness he sees, the more I enjoy. Look at, my, look at my forehead. Favor is on it. There's, fa there's favor boldly, boldly written on my forehead. People see me, they just can't, they, they don't know how to say, they don't know how to refuse blessing me. They look, at, look at favor on my head. Tell somebody I've got favor on my forehead. 
If you believe it, give the Lord a big hand of praise, the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ha, glory to God. Don't limit God. Don't limit yourself. Think outside the box. Think big. This message works. It works. Works. It works. It works. 